Hey, I'm Sheena, former miserable corporate attorney turned full-time calligrapher and creative entrepreneur. I used to feel like I was living my life for other people, and now I am more true to myself than ever. And each week, I'm sharing a short but powerful lesson that I've learned on that journey. So if you're looking for a way to get more creativity and possibility into your life, you're so in the right place. Let's dive right in. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to The Sheena Show. Um, this episode is part two of the My Major Fuck Up <laughs> two-parter. Um, if you haven't listened to the last episode, it's episode four of season two. Uh, I highly suggest you go listen to that one, um, just so that this episode makes more sense. So um, here is just briefly what happened. Um, I posted something kind of scary and controversial uh, for me on Instagram. I came up with this brilliant idea <laughs> because I'm trying to do things differently to post our worst review that we ever got on our um, calligraphy courses. We've taught over 4,500 students. We have hundreds and hundreds of amazing positive reviews, but we do have some worst, like some bad reviews, right? Um, I wanted to do something kind of radical and post our worst review. Uh, and I really fucked up doing it. Okay, so that was the major fuck up. Um, and here's a little background on why it was such a fuck up. Uh, this episode is explicit, by the way. I will make sure to rate it that way. I'm going to say fuck a lot. Um, this review, it was the worst, I say in kind of air quotes, because it was a one-star review, but it was actually a really thoughtful um, review full of uh, really concrete feedback and things we can change in our courses to make them better. But this review um, was left by a student of ours in our student survey that we ask all our students to take after they have finished the course. Like, hey, give us feedback. What did we do good? What did we do bad? Um, would you recommend this course? Give us a testimonial if you feel like it. And this, you know, kind of bad in air quotes review was left in this student survey. So it's not, it wasn't like a public review forum, like a, you know, an Amazon purchase. It was a, like a private student survey. Um, you know, this review was from two years ago, 2021. And I just, you know, thought if I screenshotted the review, but blurred out the name so it was unrecognizable, that it would be like totally okay to post. And I was wrong. I did not think it through enough. Um, so I just kind of screenshotted that review. I threw it up on Instagram with a quick like, ooh, I'm going to do something scary and show you our worst review. What do you think? Pretty vague, right? And, uh, you know, I, we started getting comments. I go into this in a lot more detail in, you know, the last episode, but a lot of positive comments, but a lot of kind of negative comments, people kind of chiming in, um, saying that they agree with the reviewer, a lot of, and some comments by, I, I think, very well-meaning people, people who have followed me for a long time saying, um, it sounds like this kind of putting the reviewer down, right? There's just kind of a lot of negativity happening <laughs> um, towards the reviewer, uh, about our courses, about how our courses are run by my team. And, about 24 hours after I put that post up on Instagram, 
uh, right after I recorded that last podcast episode, um, I, I just, uh, I got a message, um, from someone pointing out that, Hey, there's a lot of negativity here. Um, and I think this could be affecting some people in a bad, in a negative way. And you should consider that. And I did. <laughs> and it turns out my team was feeling the negativity. They, they told me that, um, I think, you know, it wasn't great for the reviewer and I just felt a pit in my stomach and realized, oh crap, this post, this scary thing that I wanted to try and put up wasn't just affecting me and my business, it was affecting other people. So I took it down. I took the post down. You cannot find it on my Instagram any longer. But I wanted to record this part two just to kind of give a more thorough rundown of what I learned from the whole situation um, and how I would do it differently if I ever want to do something like this again um, in the future. So here's what I learned. That I'm, look, I'm doing this whole radical business experiment of 2023. I'm going to you know, experiment and do weird things and do things a little bit more unconventionally. I'm just going to post whatever I want, whenever I want it. I'm going to fuck around and find out. And I learned that, hey, guess what? When you fuck around, <laughs> sometimes there are consequences, right? Um, that's why this is feeling like a radical business experiment to me because it's risky, and I had kind of gone into it thinking there might just be financial consequences. Like, hey, maybe I won't make as many sales. Um, maybe I will lose part of my audience being all weird <laughs> um, and inconsistent. But I didn't really stop to think that there would be emotional consequences to other people, not just me. So that's what happened. And I think um, it's not going to stop me from continuing to fuck around and experiment and try stuff. But I do want to be much, much more um, aware of how this, what I'm, whatever I'm doing might affect people other than me. So um, my team, my students, former students, anybody who I'm referring to, um, I have, you know, a fairly large platform and I need to be responsible and aware of dragging other people into the spotlight other than me, whose permission I have. I have my full permission. I don't always have everybody else's full permission. <laughs> um, a, so that's like kind of first thing I learned is, you know, when you experiment, sometimes things go awry, unintended consequences, right? Um, number two was just that I really need to think through how uh, my actions will affect other people other than me. Um, number three, I learned that I need to be really brutally honest with myself about my motivations for these experiments that I'm doing and these things that I'm trying. Um, I really, everything I said in the last episode, episode four of season two, all true. I really wanted to post this worst quote unquote review because I did want to be different and vulnerable and transparent and really share openly and honestly. Um, and 
I think that did come through and I think a lot of people appreciated it and at least were curious <laughs> um, about what I was doing and maybe it inspired some inquiry. But if I am really super honest, look, I was also marketing my calligraphy courses. I was in the middle of a flash sale and ultimately I want to make the most sales as possible, right? That's what a launch is. That's what um, a business, that's what the goal of a business is uh, to, to bring in, to be profitable, right? So I was also thinking, hey, I'm going to post this worst review we ever got in our courses and people are going to see that I'm sharing honestly and that the worst review is really not that bad and that if this is the worst review out of 4,500 students, ooh, the courses must be great, right? That was my really deep down underneath if I go a level deeper. That was a big motivation for me doing it too. So third lesson, right? Like be really clear about my motivations for doing things. So here's how I would do this if I could do it all over again. Um, honestly, I don't, I don't regret doing it. I regret very much that other people other than me um, were impacted or, you know, impacted by the negativity or hurt. Um, but I learned so much from the experience and I, that I'm glad that I had the opportunity to have that learning. And I'm glad that I can share it with you all to maybe spread that learning. Because here's how I would do this if I could do it all over again. I would, number one, ask for the consent of the reviewer who gave that review and say, hey, this is what I'm planning. I'm going to, I was thinking about posting this review. Do I have your permission? If the reviewer said no, I would rather you not, then I would have paraphrased the review, not screenshot it, not taken it word for word, but just taken out the major points and really done this Instagram post differently, you know, to make sure that the reviewer remained completely anonymous and maybe wouldn't even be able to know that it was, that it was the reviewer I was talking about, right? Paraphrase. Um, I would have number two, given a heads up to my team that, hey, I'm going to try this weird thing where I post our most negative review and uh, look, it might bring out some negativity. So just heads up that might be coming. Um, please don't take it personally, you know, and I'll try to keep the negativity down, but like just heads up. So I would have done that for sure. But the other thing I would have done in hindsight is, is share that review in a way that didn't invite so much negativity. When I first shared the review on Instagram, it really was with a general like, hey, I'm going to post something really scary or worst review. Ooh, it really sucks getting bad feedback, um, but it's really helpful. What do you think? Kind of vague, right? Invites all sorts of things, invites people to be positive, negative. It just it just invites their opinion. So next time, if I would if I did this again, I would make I would just present it differently. I would present it as hey, here's the worst review we got. It was extremely thoughtful and we learned so much from it. Here are the improvements that we made to our course. As a result, uh, we find so much value in one-star reviews as much as we do or more than we do in five-star reviews. Um, here's the worst review. 
that's how I would have I would couch it next time um, just to make it clear that I am not asking for people to pile on in a negative way on this reviewer. I am making it clear that the review was extremely valuable and thoughtful and um, is the kind of thing that helps us get better and better. I would have made it much more clear the steps that we took to address all the issues that this review um, brought up you know, things that could be improved. And it just would have had a much more uh, clear and positive kind of aura around it. One that just invited a lot less negativity. Um, and this is important. Another thing that I would do differently next time is really try to remember and this is true such a great lesson for anyone out there who has a creative business and you're marketing and you're putting yourself out there on social media or in or email or whatever it may be because you're doing all the marketing and you're so close to everything you're putting out there it's very easy to think mistakenly that everyone else is seeing your stuff just as clearly as you are seeing your stuff. And I hear from so many people who want to sell their calligraphy, but they're afraid to put themselves out there. And they say things like, but I already talked about it once, or I already sent out one email, or I already posted it once on my Instagram stories. And I have to constantly remind them, Nobody saw that. <laughs> your followers, even if they love you, are not seeing all of your stuff. They are seeing a fraction of your stuff because of the Instagram algorithm, but also because people have lives and they're busy and they're not paying attention to you <laughs> nearly as closely as you are paying attention to yourself. Um, so that's something that I have to remind uh my students of all the time who you know want to go out and sell their calligraphy but it's something that I forget sometimes as well. I assumed because I had been posting about my courses for a few days and putting up all sorts of positive testimonials and you know dozens of other student success stories and posting all over my my feed and my stories and writing emails I assumed that everyone was seeing all that positive stuff and that this one negative review would be in context, right? People would say, people would go, oh, oh, a negative, one negative review for her course, but I've seen all these other positive reviews. And <laughs> of course that's not what happened. A lot of people saw just this one Instagram post about the worst review of our course. And without context, that just makes a lot of, I, I, I think that it made some people think, wow, what's wrong with the course? That there's just this one really thoughtful, valid, bad review. I, I had great intentions <laughs> behind it. It was something that I really wanted to try. Um, I was really excited about taking this angle of, God, let's just not just share our shiny, happy, you know, most successful reviews, let's share, you know, someone who was not as happy with the course. 
that's being transparent. That's being honest. That's good marketing, right? People will appreciate that. And it just, you know, didn't go over in the way that I had envisioned. So that being said, I would not, I, I'm, I'm still overall glad that it happened because I learned so much from it. Um, and then all the stuff that I said in the last episode, season two, episode four, all still true. I got many, many messages of thank you for being vulnerable. Thank you for being honest. Um, I can tell that you have a lot of integrity sharing, you know, these vulnerable things. I really want to buy from you next time. Um, I got messages from people saying, hey, I saw you being vulnerable, so I'm going to be vulnerable too. I'm going to finally get out there and put my calligraphy on Instagram. All that stuff happened. All that great stuff did happen. And for me personally, another beautiful thing that happened was that I realized I, how much I have emotionally matured as an entrepreneur and just as a person and as a chronic self-criticizer. Because going through all that, right, posting something really scary on Instagram, it's a really, you know, valid bad review of my course people chiming in saying hey i didn't like your course either or chiming in saying hey these are some valid points what did you do about it and then hearing from my team that it impacted them negatively and then hearing that it might have impacted the reviewer negatively I, it was just it was a lot of drama um i felt completely gut punched and then that like that worse feeling that that sinking in my stomach feeling of, oh, I, shit, I really fucked up. I fucked up bad. I felt all of that, right? But then two, maybe one and a half, two days later, I felt better. And it was because I was able to forgive myself. I fucked up, sure. This is what I'm here to do. This is what I want to do right now is try things, be brave, be weird, be bold, be different. And I understand that if I'm going to do that, not everyone is going to be happy with it. And I'm going to learn some hard lessons and I am going to fuck up. And I think the best thing that I can learn out of not only this experience, but the entire radical business experiment that I'm gonna continue to do, the most important thing I can learn is how to fuck up and fail and be messy and have my own back anyway. It's to forgive myself when I make mistakes and pat myself on the back and say like, ah, you kind of messed up there, Sheena, <laughs> you know, maybe next, like learn for next time, do better next time, but it's okay. It's okay to fuck up. It's going to lead you to amazing things. It's the most radical thing that I've ever done to try and confront my perfectionism and my belief that I have to 
work for my worth and produce and achieve and be the best and do everything right in order to be a good and worthy and lovable person, this, what I'm doing right now, is confronting all of those beliefs. And yeah, it's gonna be messy as fuck. <laughs> but I think it's actually going to be so healing and so enriching. And I really think that I am going to come out of this a very different person. I can already feel myself changing. So that is part two of my major fuck up. And uh, I hope that was valuable <laughs> to you all. I can't wait to give you um, an in-depth look at how my business has been, what has happened, because it has been exactly one month since I embarked on this radical business experiment where I just do whatever I want whenever I want to and say fuck it to all the shoulds. Uh, I can't wait to update you on what has happened because it's been pretty cool. So I will uh, get into that in the next episode of The Sheena Show. Thank you for tuning into this one. Bye, y'all. Oh, you're still here. That's awesome. That means that you like the show, right? Thank you for listening to the end. And I want to ask you a really quick favor. Could you take two seconds right now, literally right now, to just leave a rating on this podcast. And if you're feeling extra generous, write a one sentence review. It really helps more people like you to find this show. You are awesome. I'll see you next time.